0: So I have Todd here with me again, and uh, one of the things we wanted to talk about is his recent education and interest in end-of-life care with acupuncture and hospice acupuncture. So uh, maybe we can just start out with a real kind of baseline overview of what it is we're talking about, like what is hospice care acupuncture, what are we talking about?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm a certified hospice and palliative care acupuncture practitioner, and so I've had advanced trainings and taken some exams to uh, study end-of-life care. So what acupuncture can help with for end-of-life care is helping someone with their physical body, their emotional body, and connecting that to the, the mental aspects. Mm. So often when you are approaching end-of-life, uh, short-term memories are, are not there. And mm. this can be very frustrating, not only for the patient, but also for their caretakers, Mm -hmm. Um, but what is important is being able to stimulate some of the the energy systems that go to different aspects of the brain Mm -hmm. so that that it can help with with that in some in some ways but also to open up what is most important for people at that time Mm -hmm. and often it is really being able to reflect upon their life Mm -hmm. so doing some of the things that can help them to feel less pain to be able to eat and digest Mm -hmm. to sleep um, So that some of those physical aspects are feeling a little bit better so that they can do that deeper spiritual work Which is reflecting upon their life. Mm -hmm. And so this is really helpful for family members and caretakers to also be able to bear witness to someone who is a little more cognizant of that process. Mm-hmm. So, for example, when I helped my grandmother through end-of-life care, she was able to share with me stories about when she was young and living through World War II and telling me about family members who had passed away long before I was born. Mm-hmm. And so it was this beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, Opportunity for her. So when the needles were in, she just really lit up. Mm-hmm. And I think that having gone through that experience, and that was before I had the advanced training, mm-hmm. but just seeing how helpful this can be, um, and it made it so she had a very peaceful
0: death mm-hmm. because she was able to do that deeper spiritual work. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm hearing you say, and just let me know if this is what you're saying, is that you feel that. Um, at least in one aspect, it's like by kind of helping the body overall to, you know, digest, to have a little bit less pain, to have a little bit more ease, then that person's resources, instead of experiencing those discomforts, can be liberated to do some of the deeper work of, of that comes at the end of life. So, exactly. Okay.
1: Exactly. And then in addition the acupuncture points, we have very specific points that will help to open up pathways to those areas of the brain. Mm -hmm. So when the body is feeling more comfortable than that, then those, the brain can focus on some of that
0: work. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I think we're a little bit skirting around an issue, which is fine. And and we probably should continue to do so, Um, which is, you know, one of the things that we don't talk about a lot as acupuncturists, um, which is kind of the more esoteric for the lack of a better word aspects of what we do which is you're giving a very practical explanation which is probably very easily research validated which is by helping the pain reduce and all these things the person is then has more energy has more memory has more you know less irritability because they're not in so much pain etc and that's great and then there is this other aspect, um, you know, which is like there's something energetic, which is the word I use. You could use the word spiritual, I think, if you wanted to. You know, and we have points that are specifically called windows of heaven or, you know, have all these kind of esoteric spiritual aspects to them. And it's undeniable. I mean, if you've had acupuncture. You know, it has those, the capacity to connect you with that realm, whatever we want to call it. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about any of those points, or or maybe you know refer to that a little bit. Sure. I mean, there's the the main
1: point at the very top of the head, at the. The Chinese word um, translated is hundred convergences because this is where all of the energy of the body connects and it connects it connects us to what yeah. I mean the the symbol for human Ren is a picture of of heaven and earth and we are that bridge so we do points that help us to connect with heaven and with earth and to be that energetic uh, bridge between the two. Yeah. So like with, uh, with hospice care, when I use that point at the very top of the head, uh, it draws the energy up to the brain. It allows people to be more verbal and to, mm. to tell stories about, about their past. And often when, when we are working with people at end of life, they will tell me about people who have passed that mm-hmm. are they're seeing in the room right you know and these are things that if you don't have this training it can be kind of scary but for sure. for people with with this training it is very normal and it happens with everyone and it's a beautiful thing mm-hmm. this is always a positive thing because mm. people feel like they they are being welcomed right to whatever it is that comes next right. i don't know
0: but <laughs> yeah, could you just drop that on the podcast right now? Once yeah, sure. <laughs> um, okay, that that so so um, so when you uh, let's you know let's say that you have a new client who's in this stage of life, is this something you do every week or like what is the actual process? it depends on the patient uh it really does and and what
1: is going to work for them because often people are going to be in a nursing home right um so i do uh visit people in nursing care facilities and or their homes so i can go to them to do the treatments if they're unable to come into the clinic right um and typically it is once a week okay uh, that tends to be very helpful. I also use the Korean hand therapy with these patients, and then I will teach their caretakers how to replace nice. those acupressure stickers, so that they're getting some treatments in in the interim. Right,
0: right. Okay. Um, and you know, I guess I, I should back up just a little bit. What what exactly was involved in the training? So I assume it was you know, some information about the reality of end of life, but was there, you know, what, what, what do you, I mean, there's points and stuff, but what else, like, was it more about the kind of emotional thing of being there with folks or like, what, what did you actually get trained? In? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So it was an extensive training around, um, end of life care from, from a nursing perspective okay right so we're looking at the physical body and then we're looking at the stages of dying so that was some of the basic stuff and then we're going over the the different points which points are the most effective which are easier to use Mm. right so practical practical aspects of that um, and then, and then some some discussion around the spiritual aspect of this. Now, it, the spiritual aspect is something that I I'm I'm also currently in seminary, mm. and so that's I'm wanting to work more with hospice patients, and so in that training I'm focusing more on that spiritual aspect of right. helping helping people to pass over. Right. You know we we're approaching a time when the baby boomer generation is going to be approaching death. And so we we need a lot more people in end of life care yeah. in this country. I mean, yeah. the, the right now, the numbers are, um, 2.4 million people in the U S die annually. Wow. Yeah. Um, and they, there was a, A survey taken that was saying that 80% of them say that they would rather die at home. Right. You know, and so it's so when we think about that, it's like, well, how can we help to support that? Right. And we need care providers who can go to people's homes and really be able to help people. And so it takes a level of
0: comfort Mm -hmm. to be able to help people in the dying process. Sure, for sure. And, and would you say there are, um, are there any types of end of life situations that really aren't great for this? I mean, obviously, if it's like a sudden death, that doesn't even make sense. But are there types of folks that maybe acupuncture would not be so helpful for them, like a certain level of cognitive impairment or any, you know, like, is there anything like that? Or is it pretty much anybody who's in that stage of life can, can benefit?
1: Uh, Um, it's pretty much anybody because even if they're not very cognizant, I am able to, um, read their pulses to do a a diagnosis. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously their care providers would have to be able to consent to the treatment for them if they were in that state anyway. So yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So I think And it's always my
1: preference that
0: people are more cognizant. Of course. Of course. Um, any anything else about this training that, or or this practice that you really want to make sure that people understand? I mean, again, this is probably the first time most people have heard about this. Um, just any any advice you would give to people who are maybe considering this, or anything else?
1: Um, I think that people should know that um, you know that alternative medicine is really underutilized in general and that it is a really safe integration between their western medicine and and the eastern medicine so even if if someone is in the hospital or if they're on medication like it is very safe and a
0: really good um a, a treatment to to add acupuncture to it yeah it's a good companion right? Mm-hmm. like especially acupuncture as opposed to my my thing with herbs herbs are a little harder especially end of life the drugs can be a little heavier and, a, and a, there can be more reactivity but acupuncture it's like especially pressure. my goodness like mm-hmm. anybody mm-hmm. can really do that even if they you know have a high rate of infection at the skin or something like that you know there's so many ways so Great. That's awesome. Well, thanks thanks for talking about this. And, and uh, one one thing I do want to say here on, on the podcast is that uh, we do have a contact form. Um, and so if you're hearing this and you have some follow-up questions about this topic, um, you can submit those on the contact form. And there's a, a link for that in this episode's show notes. Um, and it's also on our website. Um, so, you know, any follow-up questions about this, including anything more specific, um, you know, whether whether it's questions about a situation you have experienced or, you know, something you want to know about something that was said here, um, go ahead and submit that there. So thanks a lot, Tom.